plug into the minds of the world's cutting-edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders who are rewriting the rules of sales and success. It's your time to make an impact. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Welcome back to the Selling with Love podcast. This is your host, Jason Mark Campbell. Now, if you're new to the channel, please take a moment to subscribe and hit that like button if you enjoy getting your regular dose of sales content. And if you're listening on the podcast and you've never left a review, please take the time to do so as this allows us to reach so many more people in the process and encourage us to keep producing these amazing podcasts, interviews with guests, as well as some insights regularly dropped for you as the listeners. Very, very excited to share today's episode where I want to do a review of a concept that I constantly speak about. About with my students and it's something that needs to be refreshed it needs to be reminded because the biggest struggle that I see most people have when it comes to really get started in business and launching your first product maybe it's an online product is really taking the time to get specific and clear on who it is that you plan to serve your target market your avatar in my book I call this the love your client part or love the buyer And it's very interesting because it's so anxiety filling to think that you need to pick that one target market that you're going to be serving forever and you can never change that. And of course, yes, you can. And it's in the pursuit of really connecting with the people, reaching out to them and being able to have conversations, serving them, selling to them, delivering, getting the feedback allows you to adjust your target and you need to put your product or service in front of actual individuals that are going to transform with it to know if you are in the right place. I speak about this again today and the reasons because I'm making some big changes about who did I serve and I'm making these discoveries as I've been serving so many in the process that I get to pivot, adjust and discover what is it that really makes sure to tick the boxes that I find makes one of the perfect avatars to go for. There's four questions I usually remind people to ask themselves whenever they're looking to find that perfect target market to start with. And a lot of it will come with lack of data. If you're at the beginning of the journey, you might not have the 2020 data that is necessary for you to make the perfect decision on who that avatar is. So we're going to take a chance. But if we're going to take a chance, there might be some parameters that we want to be slightly aware of that makes us a bit better at taking that first shot in the dark. And those four parameters are the following. The difference we make, the fun to serve, the easy to identify, and the actual profitable to serve. Let's break those down. The first one is the difference we make for these individuals. So if you're going to pick a target market Well, we might as well start with the target market that we have an idea that our product and service will actually make a massive difference in their lives, that it's going to provide some real value. Because if we can't provide real value, it doesn't matter how many sales and marketing techniques that you try to use, you're not actually selling a product that's going to be valued at a price point that you're going to be excited about selling it to be profitable in the process. So we need to make sure that who we're serving will genuinely get transformation and value from what it is that you offer. That's the first test. The second is actually seeing if it's going to be fun to serve this market, right? Because if there's one thing that makes it easier for you to work longer hours and to do repetitive tasks and the prospecting and the reaching out is knowing that the difference you're making actually feels fun to you. It doesn't necessarily mean that every single client you have are going to be a jump for joy, 
but it will be that you're going to have fun serving this specific demographic. You're going to be motivated to serve this particular demographic. It will make a big difference to how you show up and how consistently you show up when you know that the serving of this business and this client is actually going to be fun for you. So if you're going to make a choice, you might as well start with some place that's a little more fun, right? The third one is how identifiable or how targetable this group is. See, if you can find a group that's so specific and you have an exact place that you can find them, it makes the journey so much less intimidating. I'll give you an example. I saw a company that was developing a website generating tool for swimming pool retailers in North America. And I was like, wow, that's very specific. But look at the beauty. This person designed a software that serves the specific needs of developing a website for swimming pool companies. And so once they've built a product that genuinely provides value, and I would imagine it was fun for them to create this product, well, then to target is so easy. They just need to identify every single swimming pool retailer and call, connect, say we've built this product that is designed specifically for generating a website for swimming pool retailers that'll help you with all your digital needs, and we've built it purposefully for you. You now have a prospecting list. It makes it so much easier to get started. And so if you're feeling lost on who I need to serve, make sure you pick a target market that is so specified, it becomes non-hesitant for you to target them and reach out to them. Oftentimes, these can be parameters that are geographically restricted, demographically restricted, but the smaller you aim, the easier it is to start with your initial list of prospects and ideal customers to start reaching out and targeting in the process. Some of your consumer level targeting can come from choices you can set up on such Facebook ads or search intent ads. And if it's more business related topics, then you might be able to identify them in certain groups on LinkedIn. And these would be more the modern ways of segmenting and being able to target them. But having a targetable group makes it much more focused and exciting and less draining because you're always going to be reaching out to a group that's going to be much more likely to be receptive to your product and offering. And the fourth thing, and this is the biggie, make sure the people have the disposable income to solve that problem in their life. See, you might be creating the best treatment to help somebody with anxiety that's lost all of their income, all of their money, but to administer this process costs you tens of thousands of dollars. It's going to be very hard to find somebody in that situation that can afford those products and services. So we have to pick a market that can afford whatever it is the cost of us delivering that product. And there's a few tips that have been shared on ways to price yourself to understand where should we even look for when it comes to the value that they should pay from other interviews. One example comes from Cameron Harold, which we interviewed a few weeks ago, talked about whatever is your hourly rate that you want to make. Think that about the fact that you will need to charge at least three times more if you're selling it as an independent consultant to cover the costs of running and growing your business. So if you want to start with a baseline of targeting or at least a minimum threshold, Think about what's the hourly rate you want to make, multiply it by three, and think about what you will offer needs to go to a group that will feel comfortable about buying your product and service at this price point that you've just set as a minimum. It could go higher, and I would recommend you go higher. 
It's very interesting to follow the case study of Tesla, which realized that at the beginning, they were going to have very high costs in producing a car. And so they actually created a very expensive car that was for the select few who wanted a super fast car that was going to be electrically powered. This was the Tesla Roadster. And once they had this proof of concept, they went ahead and created the Model S, which was a little cheaper, but still very expensive, decent margins. And it's only once they've gotten a good market share that they started producing lower price point products that would serve a bigger market that didn't need to be as specific. But they started much more specified and they started at a higher price point. And this might be one of the tougher things to think about because you might want to feel like serving a lot of people that are in dire need. But if you are not serving the needs of the business for it to grow and to serve some very big clients where your marketing material might be the things that do help the people that aren't really in a position to invest themselves, then you still have a duty to grow as much as you can. So once again, make sure that you're delivering genuine value that is going to be perceived as real value and received as real value for the people you target make sure they're fun to work with make sure they're targetable and finally make sure that you can generate profit when you serve them and if you keep these rules of thumb in mind go out there and take a chance you're not going to have the data but you take a chance you go down that path and you start serving some clients see if it's even a realistic price point see if you're actually providing massive value see if you can actually identify them see if they're fun to work with and if you see that you're slightly off Go back to the drawing board, make a small adjustment, and then go out there, rinse and repeat. You often see companies have a very slow start to developing themselves, but suddenly when they nail it, they scale it. And they scale that pretty quickly. And that whole discovery phase is to make sure that we're finding that ideal target market and it's hitting the marks on these four points. And once we have that nailed, then you can actually go out, repeat, get confident and scale the business. That is the path. That is the journey. And I will suggest to you to go out there and sell with love. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.